This podcast is made possible by the generous contributions from listeners just like you. If you have the means and you'd like to contribute, click on the link in the show description to go to my supporter page. Once you're there, it's completely up to you how much you'd like to give. There's no minimum and no maximum and no ongoing charges. Enjoy this episode and thanks for listening to The Saturday Quiz. Hi there, my name's John Leary and this is The Saturday Quiz, the podcast where I ask the 10 questions from the quiz in the Saturday paper and it's up to my guests to try and answer them. Joining me today are two actors from a brand new play, Boxing Day Barbecue, which is just about to have its world premiere at the Ensemble Theatre in Sydney. It's about a family coming together on Boxing Day to honour the memory of their recently departed patriarch, with old grudges and family tensions threatening to sizzle to the surface and ruin the festivities. Welcome to the show, Harriet Gordon-Anderson and Jamie Oxenbold. G'day, John. Hello there. It's so nice to have you both on the show. Thank you for coming in. It's an absolute pleasure. I'm such a fan. I don't want to, you know, crawl up your ass too much, John, but I <laughs> love this podcast. But you have listened? Oh, I really? love this podcast, yeah. John, yeah. Oh, she's a, she's thanks, a, Harriet. She's an Uber fan. Let's... Yeah. <laughs> well, that is a treat to have a fan on, on the show. Uh, and, Jamie, you're clearly not a fan. No, not a fan. In fact, I hate... No, I don't, no I've never <laughs> listened to it, but I love quizzes and trivia, so this is right up my alley. Excellent. Now, tell me, one of you, or both of you, tell me about Boxing Day Barbecue. How do we sum it up, Jamie? Well, I mean, that's a pretty good little blurb that you just gave us there. It's a family trying to get along on Christmas. I mean, it's Boxing Day. It's the day after Christmas, which Mm -hmm. happens to be the most important day in this family's tradition, for whatever reason. It's kind of arbitrary. And there's a lot of skeletons in the closet. There's a lot of wine being poured. The more the wine gets poured, the more the honesty comes out. And then it's, Uh uh, you know... Hilarity and uh, tragedy ensue. Because it is is a comedy. It is a comedy, yeah. Yeah, comedy, definitely a comedy with dramatic elements. And it's about sort of every one of those families. Celebrations that we've been to where tensions are just underneath the surface and love Mm. to rear their ugly head. It's it's also running in tandem with, um, at the ensemble, with... Uh, a Christmas Carol. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, so we, we, there's intertwined themes between the two about mm. um, about redemption, about um, a man finding uh, redemption, right. and about intergenerational family sort of uh, ghosts strife. of Christmas, exactly. past, present, yeah. and future. Yeah. yeah. Well, I so think Al's Sam is... Sam's taken a little bit of Christmas Carol as a source. Sam of Sam O'Sullivan, our playwright. Um, yeah, great. As well as you know that. Um, beautiful film it's a wonderful life the 1940s mm-hmm. christmas film that's a really big um influence i think as well on this play what well, definitely is it's, it's quite yeah. plainly based on that kind of story. yeah excellent and who do you both play uh so i play the um brother in the main protagonist is a character called peter who it's his family and he's the one who's trying to sort of assume that patriarch mantle in the family and it doesn't come naturally to him and i right. play his uh brother-in-laws kind of feckless brother-in-law who keeps bees and who lives in the house even though he's divorced from his <laughs> wife who is the protagonist's sister and uh, right. he's a bit of a he's a bit of a ho- hopeless nature-loving optimist, mm. I guess. Right. Um, Morris is the heart of the play. He's a sweetheart. Mo- uh, Morris is his... Uh, Morris yeah. is my, uh, my character, yeah. Is your character's name? Yeah. Right. And and I'm playing... Jennifer is the daughter of, of Peter, who is desperate for his 
understanding and approval and uh, we don't see eye to eye on very much at all. So It sounds, uh, of- I haven't seen it obviously but just the way that you're describing the the characters and the and the kind of the situation i guess that they find themselves in it sounds a little bit chekovian mm. is that too much of a stretch no Ooh. i'm sure sam yeah. would be very yeah. happy to hear that yes yeah <laughs> if if, um, Czech, yeah. if chekovian was on a hot summer's day in australia with a lot of yeah conflicting views about climate change and yeah <laughs> yeah I think that our playwright would be very happy with that. <laughs> Excellent. Now, on this season of the podcast, I've been asking my guests if they have a favourite piece of trivia. Do either of you have a favourite piece of trivia? Uh, well, I do have... I, I do have... It's not a piece of trivia, but my favourite... One of my favourite words and favourite facts is what you call... Well, what do you call that smell after, a, a warm, after rain on, a, on the land when it's warm? You know that smell after a long time? Yeah. I didn't describe that very well, I don't think. But no, sure, sure, yeah. But the, the, there's a particular, the, um, after on a hot day when it rains, that particular earthy smell that... I, I know what that's called. What is that called? Remind me. It's, it's petrichor. Petrichor, yeah. yes. It's a, such a beautiful word too. And whenever I smell it, I think it's one of my favourite sort of facts. And so it is, I guess it's a little bit of trivia, but it's... Yeah, that's a, trivia. It, it's a lovely fact that, I'm, that I love to bring up every time I uh, come across that smell. Do you know what the kind of derivation of the word is? No, I have no idea. Petri? Yeah, pe- well, uh, Petri or Petra. Would be... Do you know what, what no. that means? No. Is that Do you wa- speak ancient Greek? No. <laughs> well, yes, of course, but yeah. <laughs> no. Well, it's actually where we get the name Peter, ah. which, is, which means rock or stone. Oh, oh right. That's um, nice. Yeah, so so Peter or Petra. Yeah. It uh, means rock. And, and it must be the smell that smell that the rock emits when it's been wetted. Yeah, when yeah. when rain has been but yeah, ichor is the word for the blood of the gods in Greek mythology. Oh, wow. Get out. Yeah. Which is yeah, rain. There you go. Leading so, on us. I know. Yeah, so rock, much rock more blood. About it now. There rock you go. <laughs> The tears uh, of the sky make the blood of the rock or something, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, nice. That's cool. <laughs> what about you, Harriet? Do you have a favourite piece of trivia? I do. Oh, you I do? do You're prepared? Ask. Yeah, well, it's, it, it's, the, it's definitely what comes to mind when this is ever asked of me. And, boy, it happens a lot. Um, it's just that it's, <laughs> it's wrong, it's false. But I don't let that get in the way. Oh. It was once told to me that everything is termites. Just a huge amount of the biomass of the world is termites. Like, I think it was a stat was given to me at some point, like a a phenomenal statistic of the biomass of the world, of like every part of stuff that is alive and Mm -hmm. of the natural world, such a huge proportion of that is actually termites. But this is not true. You're telling me that (laughs) your piece of trivia... I did look it up one time because I was really spreading that around town. I was like, it's like, like... 60% 60% of the world is termites or something. Like, you wouldn't know. You think that's a chair. It's not a chair. It's termites. And people are like, I don't know how you have believed that. And so I looked it up and um, it's really boring. It's like 1% or something. But if you think about, I mean, that's still quite that's a, a lot whack. of the world. It's Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, 1% is still quite big. Can I tell you this that I've just discovered? That termites alone account for three times as much biomass as humans. Okay. Wow. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so really, 
The planet belongs to them, really. It yeah. does. Although it does. the thing that does make up more of the biomass, which can probably re- replace termites in your piece of trivia, mm. is that, and I, I, I haven't fact-checked this. <laughs> no, so you don't I'm, need so to I'm, for this podcast. You know, this is not what it's about. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I will in my wrap-up. Um, <laughs> but that up to 80% of the Earth's biomass is made up of bacteria. Oh, yeah. Wow. Ewy. That's pretty go. good. That's pretty good. Not so as creepy go. as termites, can... though, I think. I just think... <laughs> kind of, though, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. Like, there's just bacteria everywhere. Mm-hmm. All right, we have to take a quick little break. We'll be back with the questions right after this. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to the Saturday Quiz. I'm joined today by Harriet Gordon-Anderson and Jamie Oxenbold. We're going to start with question number one. Sri Jayawardenapura Koti is the legislative capital of which country? So I, I don't know if you understood exactly anything that I just said there. <laughs> but let me spell out. it for you. S-R-I, there's three words. So S-R-I space... J-A-Y-A-W-A-R-D-E-N-E-P-U-R-A space K-O-T-T-E is the name of a place that is the legislative capital of which country? Christ. I mean, how do you think Um, I felt? I had to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sorry, could I just get that one more time? Um, (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Well, um, I what are we don't thinking? know. I'm thinking. Uh, uh, I do not know either. But it's got to be like Sri Lanka. I mean, so yeah. It's I'm thinking Sri. Hearing Sri at the beginning of a of a phrase or word usually lends itself to India or Sri Lanka or yeah. somewhere around you, there. You are spot on. It it is Sri Lanka. It's Sri Lanka. Oh, oh great. yeah. Beautiful. I always thought that the capital, and it is the economic, executive, and judicial capital. I always thought the capital was Colombo. Mm, I have heard but that. But it's not. not. It is Sri Jayawardenapura Koti, okay. which is actually a satellite city located within the urban area of Colombo. Mm. Right. Okay. okay. There you go. There's also a Sri Lankan cricketer called uh, Jayawardena too, which... Um, oh, yes, of course. Led, yeah. me, led me to <laughs> towards <laughs> Sri Lanka. So I don't, yeah. know, I don't know whether he has anything to do with whether it was named after him. I doubt it very, very much. It, yes, well, you're right to doubt it because yeah. it does predate his birth. They do love their cricket. Sometime. Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> All right, question number two. Who is the most recent Australian to win the Women's Australian Open Golf Tournament? Are uh, either no of idea. you golf aficionados? No, would never Not. even claim to be. Not at all, but... Jamie, this is you. I've, I've briefed you on this. You're the sports guy. Sports. Sports handed over to me, but yeah. golf oh, is the no. one, probably the one sport I know. The least about. 
Okay, oh, okay, give us okay, give us some clues. We can do this. All right, some us. clues. Yeah. Some clues. Probably the biggest clue is that her initials are KW. Great. Does that get you any close? Karen Nora, any closer? Oh, is it not is it it's not Ka- is it Kari Webb? It is Kari Webb. Hey! There you go. It was in there. Goff. <laughs> well <laughs> done. Yeah, she is a member of the World Golf Hall of Fame. Yes. She has 41 wins on the LPGA Tour, more than any other active player. And she won the Women's Australian Open in, do you know what year? The last, the, well, she's the most recent it, Australian It would have been a few years it. ago, I, I'm imagining. It was several years ago, yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I, in the, is it the 90s? In the 90s? No, it's a little more recent than that. Oh, 2007. Ooh, even more recent. 2014 is when she won it. But this year at the Australian Open, do you know what's special about this year's Australian Open? It's just about to be, well, we'll be in the middle of it when this episode comes out. Mm -hmm. No, I don't. This year, a field of up to 288 men and women will play at the same time on the same courses for the same prize money of $1.7 million Australian dollars, really? making it the first national open to be played as a joint event in golf. Wow. There's also, there will also be 12 of the best all-abilities golfers in the world playing in the Australian All-Abilities Championship. At the wow, same time? Concurrently, yeah. That's awesome. I like that. Isn't it? Yeah. That's yeah. astounding, isn't it, that they are playing for the same prize money? Yes, absolutely yeah. it is. Same yeah. time, same money, yeah. same everything. But wait, yeah. isn't that... Uh, that's bonkers to me that that's not, all, not always the case, that women oh, God, don't no. get as much money as men. That's well, Historically, it, that hasn't been the case. No, that no. has historically no. not been the case, that's right. Uh, across all sports. Yeah, that's bananas. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it, it's good to know that that, it, that is only in sport, that only exists in sport. <laughs> in all other areas of, the, of life, yeah. women earn exactly the same as men. Oh, We've fixed yes, it. We've John. fixed it everywhere else. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. It's just sport, sport that needs behind. to catch up. It yeah. feels way. good. feels good. <laughs> all right, question number three. Which river flows through or nearby the New South Wales towns of Cowra, Forbes, Condoblin and Hilston? I guess it's the one that has been flooding recently, <laughs> has it you, not? You are correct. It, it has been flooding recently. And it uh, floods, this, this river floods generally uh, around about every seven years. Right. Or, or it well, has now, yes, since, that uh, you know, since European settlement. Um, uh, it's located in the traditional homelands of the Wiradjuri people in the area known as the Land of the Three Rivers, which are known in their language as Wombul, the Gallery, which is the one that we're after, mm-hmm. and the Marmabidya, which we know as the Marambidji. Mm. It's, not, it's not the Manning River, is it? It's not the Manning mm. River. It's named after mm. a contentious uh, figure in colonial Australia. Oh, okay. Ooh. There's a uh, few of those. Um, mm. Macquarie. Or, uh, or, Macquarie. Uh, it is named after Macquarie, but it's not the Macquarie River. Okay. There, that's, that is one of the rivers in, of these three rivers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As in, it is but, this this river that we're trying to get the answer for is named after Governor Macquarie, but it's yes. not his name. But it's not Macquarie. 
Because there is also a Macquarie. Yeah. Well, he does. Um, Mr. Is it Mr. River? (laughs) No. What was his his first name? Um, uh, Jeff. Jeez. No. Was it Philip? Philip? No. Andrew. Oh wow! Um, um, I don't know or care about this dead white man. <laughs> oh, no, we have to care. So, um, okay. He shares his name, or a contemporary media mogul is named after him. Oh, okay. Um, a contemporary media mogul. Not Rupert not McClory. Rupert, but son of. Oh, Lachlan. 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 Of yeah. Lachlan. <laughs> So Australian the river. History. Sorry, Cumberland. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it's okay. The Lachlan River the is Lachlan. named after Lachlan Macquarie, but there's there is also a Macquarie River. So yeah, yeah mm. it's kind of a bit. How many rivers does one guy need uh, named yeah. after him? And what did he do? Did he ever go there or sail down? I don't think he ever went there. It? He just destroyed the uh, <laughs> the people that did live there. Yeah, great. That'll do it. Yeah. Uh, very well done. You got there eventually. Thank, <laughs> Thank you. you, John. Thanks for holding our hands. That was nice. All right. Question number four. Who was the first divorced president of the United States? And there's a bonus point for naming the second. Wow. First cool quizzy. I reckon it would have taken, I don't know. I reckon it would have taken a little while for the USA to get comfortable with that as a, yeah. an elected president. So I mm-hmm. think we're not going too far back. No, it's not It's not spectacularly Maybe far like, back. It's not a trick question. Like, it's not like, yeah. you know, Lincoln yeah. or anything. Right. Like um, Reagan, would he have had a first wife? Reagan. Reagan, Reagan? is the correct answer. Oh, Yay. look at that. Do you know, so you don't know who he was married to previously? I don't. Uh, was it, it was a, it was a, was it a fam- was it an actress? It was an actress. It, yeah. It was J- Jane. Yes. Starts with W. Wanda. Jane Wanda. What, <laughs> White. <laughs> was it White? Was it Betty White's sister? Jane no. White. Jane, no, <laughs> no. I don't know. Jane. It was, uh, her, her name was Jane Wyman. Oh yes, ah. Jane Wyman. And that yes. the the surname Wyman was actually her first husband's name. She she kept the the name of her first husband. Their marriage in 1940 was his first, but her third. Wow. Wow. They divorced in 1949, and the year before she actually won an Academy Award. Oh, good for her. Yeah, good for her. She and she never said a bad word about him. Really? Yeah, and and uh, according to her, uh, according to like her secretary or so, or something, she voted for him in both elections that he ran, both both presidential elections that he ran. Even Gosh. after divorcing, well, even a, after divorcing, that's, that's a, a vote of confidence, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it must have been, or yeah, mm. sign of good respect, knowing someone privately and still wanting them to run the country. <laughs> My word. Yeah. I don't think my partner would say the same thing about me, but I'd like to think that I'd like to think they would. All right then, excellent. Moving right along, we got we got that question. I would say. Yeah, you're doing yes. You even knew her first name. Wait, hang on. It's not a competition, but do we get this bonus point question? Oh yes, yes, that's right. Very well remembered. Bonus point for naming the second divorced president. Thank you, John. I do take this very seriously. 
Um, don't know the answer though. Jamie, over to you. Was Trump married? Well, Trump has to be Trump, doesn't it? Yeah. It does have to be Trump. Yeah. Very Ooh. well done. Donald Trump was divorced from uh, when Ivanka. He... And probably yeah. several others from that we Ivana. don't know about. Ivana. Ivana, yeah. Yeah, Ivanka's his daughter. daughter yes. I, which he wanted to marry her at one stage, I think, but we won't Gross. go there. Gross. All right, question number five. Mammals are generally divided into three main groups. Placentals, monotremes, and what? Uh, I know this. Marsupials. I believe that's Is the correct, correct answer. Yes, yes. Very well, well done. Great. What can you describe what makes each one... Or, or how they're divided? Placentals, I would imagine, uh, the babies are gestated internally with a, with and fed on a placenta. Very good. Marsupials are born and marsupials uh, have a little pouch. Have a pouch they're... and feed on the and suckle. Yep. Oh, yeah, very good. And then, uh, what else? Oh, monotremes. Well, that's they're just the, weirdos. They're the freaks. That's just, yeah. yeah, they're the they're freaks. The fr- yeah, that's the freak <laughs> show, the which freaks. we love. What our makes favorites. them freaks? Um, uh, they uh, they mm-hmm. run away and join a circus. And oh, oh, then... they uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. They they lay eggs. They lay eggs despite having yeah, all the course. other mammal stuff. Yes. Yeah. They have the membership well, card, and... but they still lay an egg. They yeah, they egg laying mammals. So yeah. that they 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 also egg have kind mammals, of yes. kind of pouches, where, and the the milk is kind of secreted rather than uh, uh, that's right they, they don't have they kind teats. of sweat it out yeah oh that's right they are, they're the weirdest of animals aren't they they are they're so the weird but god we love them platypus, platypus and, echidna. and echidna are they the only oh. two yeah. they're the only two they're the only two yeah, yeah. wow <laughs> super special amazing? guys so what does that what does that mean for the poor old porcupine? Is that just not at all similar to an echidna? That is not at they all just both similar. Have spines. Uh, only in that they are more broadly they're they're mammals. Yeah, but it's not. But a no, that's not a monotreme. Can't not related at all. No. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Sorry, ma'am. Unless you sweat your milk, you cannot come <laughs> into this club. <laughs> it's a very exclusive. Club. <laughs> okay, we're going to take another quick break. We'll be back in a minute. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is the Saturday Quiz. I'm joined today by Harriet Gordon-Anderson and Jamie Oxenbold. We're up to question number six. Which American artist honoured Olivia Newton-John singing Hopelessly Devoted to You at the American Music Awards last month? Mm, who would that be? Tay-Tay. Not Tay-Tay. I um, I didn't I didn't watch these awards because I never do. Mm. And I never have. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't make but, a habit of watching the American Music Awards. Uh, I'm think, was it John Travolta? Did he do it as a oh, that no. Make sense. homage? No, okay. no. no well, it wasn't. It was 
someone much more known as a singer. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do they have any connection to the movie Grease, this person? No. The, uh, as far as I know, no. Although their name or their moniker could, does have a does have a strange related oh. relationship to to the movie Grease. Okay, okay. So if you remember the the do you remember the the names of the gangs? Pink ladies. Greece? Yes. And oh, pink, la- pink, pink. Hey. Yeah. Wow. So the artist Pink. Uh, sang Hopelessly Devoted to You at the American Music Awards last month to honour the memory of Olivia Newton-John. Oh, good on her. And she was just inducted in the Hall of Fame or something at the Arias, wasn't she, just recently too? Was she? Maybe not in the Hall of Fame, but... uh, Something. So there was certainly some sort of memoriam thing to her at the Arias. Yeah, Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Good on her. Along with Archie Roach. And oh, Olivia Newton-John, not, not Pink. Not pink. <laughs> no, not Pink. No. <laughs> I thought you meant Pink. That was... Uh, yeah, oh. I, I was intrigued as to why we yeah. would, in particular, honour uh, an American musician, Pink. But, uh, well, sure. Yes, she was colours. She was remembered at the Arias, yes. along with Archie Roach. And who else did you say? Um, I'm just trying to think of who else oh, it was. Oh, um, um, yeah. The, it'll come what to is me. her name? That's terrible. Uh, the, the Seekers. What's Judith Durham. Judith Durham. That's right. Well done. Sorry, guys. No Listen, help there. Another bonus no question for there, you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, question number seven. What number... Is a baker's dozen. Okay, does a baker make more or less? Are they a little bit sleepy or do they go one extra just in case one burns? Uh, you picture picture every baker you know. Okay, okay, yep, yep. Every I come cartoon... from a long line of bakers actually. Do you? Cart- yep. but do you? Picture a cartoon mm-hmm. baker. Okay. They're, used, oh. they're portly fellows. Oh. Or, or women. Or mistresses, yes, or mis- yes. Or ladies. So okay, I'm going to say bake 13. To sell... But you might oh, want to bake one, one more for yourself. Oh, oh. my gosh. That's oh, isn't that funny? So that's what, that's what you think it's from. Yeah, it's probably not at all. <laughs> well, it's no, a good way to remember it, though. Yeah. Because I always thought that it was, uh, as you had said, Harriet, in case they burn one. Mm, mm. That's what I'd or, always um. understood, that it, they, they bake 13 loaves in case they they burn one they can still sell 12. but john you famously have never clapped eyes on a baker so i don't <laughs> yeah. i don't think that you we can trust that yeah i think if no, you had seen a baker you would know that i would know they've kept one for themselves no well that that's not actually what has happened can i tell you oh, the, <laughs> yes, do you know what the 13th loaf is called in a baker's dozen. Are they notoriously bad at maths, bakers? <laughs> Maybe. That, that's why. No, well, I didn't know it had a no, special wait, name. You, is you it like the angel's me... cut in liquor? Is it the angel's loaf? Oh, no. what are you talking about? Oh, when you, um, when you bottle or um, age any liquor, uh, right. wine or whiskey or whatever in the barrels, um, mm-hmm. they usually put in, uh, well, after the aging process, you will find there is less the ba- the barrel will weigh less than it did when you first put the liquid in because a certain oh. amount evaporates and that's called right. the angel's cut the 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 amount of liquid that disappears um, uh-huh. over the course of the aging process because of fermentation and yada 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 so you always have to you know if you want to make twelve liters of 
whiskey or tequila or whatever, you're going to make right. 12.1. 12 and a bit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Ah, I see. I see. No, well, the... <laughs> it's not the angel's loaf. It's not, not the, the angel's, angel's loaf. loaf. It's called a vantage loaf, uh, which is the 13th loaf of a baker's dozen. A loaf of bread which is to the buyer's advantage, being in addition to the number ordered. So in the 13th oh. century, the 13th century English law governing trade in bread and ale, known as the assize of bread and ale, imposed severe punishment for short measure. This could be a fine, destruction of the baker's oven, or even the pillory. So wow. to protect themselves, bakers would add a small piece of bread to each order, called the, get this, inbred, oh. <laughs> to ensure that they could not be accused of short measure. For large orders of 12 loaves, this would be a whole extra loaf. Wow. wow. That yeah. sort of makes sense, though, because... I guess because you wouldn't have had standard sizes for things, you know, everything's so standardised. So yeah, right. Would, would have been, you know, you know, just like two handfuls of something maybe. Well, I mean, they had scales, I'm sure, but yeah, yeah, yeah. that might have been a bit more random. So if you ordered twelve of something and you got twelve small loaves, then yeah, they, then they couldn't be sent to the pillory for you know, yeah, mm. short changing. Mm. That's there you a go. vantage loaf. Vantage oh. loaf. Yeah. I'm going to demand my vantage loaf next time I order <laughs> next 12 time you order. anything. Yeah. <laughs> All right, question number eight. The disgraced CEO sentenced to prison for the Theranos scam that promised to revolutionise revolutionized blood testing was, and this is a, a multiple choice. Do you need the multiple choice? Do, is it her name? Is it her name? Elizabeth Holmes. Yes, I know her name. Elizabeth Holmes is correct. Your options were, for those playing along at home, A, Elizabeth Warren, B, Elizabeth Hamilton, C, Elizabeth Holmes, or D, Elizabeth Olsen. But it is Elizabeth Holmes. Mm. What can you tell me, Harriet, about Elizabeth Holmes? I can tell you she has a very deep voice. Uh, she, Have you uh, watched, is the documentary somewhere? There is a documentary somewhere. I have yeah, not and a finished as it. Well. Yes, oh, yeah. I did. Yeah. I, I listened to Bad Blood, the podcast about the trial, um, uh-huh. which was great. Uh, she, I mean, psychologists have a field day, don't they? She was so, she doesn't blink. She has <laughs> a, probably artificially lowers her voice to command authority. She um, is extremely charismatic and charming. She wears the same thing every day. Steve Jobs is a very big idol of hers. So as to go along with that idea of like, my creativity is all in the product, man. Um, wow. Yeah, fascinating individual, really fascinating. Wasn't she in the news recently too? Was she just got sentenced or resentenced? Exactly right. So she was found guilty of three counts of wire fraud and one count of conspiracy to commit wire fraud in January this year, but she was only sentenced in November to 11 years and three months in prison. Wow. Jeez. Mm, yeah. It's quite a, it's quite uh, a, it's stint, quite a isn't sentence, it? isn't it? It is. Especially if, I mean, it's... It's just crit- shy of a dozen years. <laughs> <laughs> she could get sent to the pillory for that. The vantage um, years. She didn't get the... Uh, the, the <laughs> she didn't get the vantage tacked on no. to the end. All right, question number nine. Gosh. Batman lives in which fictional city? Gotham. Gotham, yeah. Got him. Got him. Got him. You got it. Beautiful. Uh, 
do you know where Gotham, the word Gotham comes from or why it was chosen? Oh, no. Ooh, it's, it's always though. associated with New York, isn't it? The yeah. New York City. It's a, is it an old New York moniker from It Gotham? is, yeah. So writer, like in Damon Runyon novels and things like that, they always... Oh, sure. It has been... A, a Gotham has been a nickname for New York City since the 19th century. Washington Irving had first attached it to New York in, 18, in November 1807 of a period, periodical which lampooned New York culture and politics. Irving took the name from the village of Gotham, Nottinghamshire, England, a place inhabited, according to folklore, by fools. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Fools. I did not know that. That's but a yeah, write, writer of Batman, Bill Finger, uh, on naming this naming of the city, he said, "Originally, I was going to call Gotham City Civic City. Then I tried Capital City, then Coast City. Then I flipped through the New York City phone book and spotted the name Gotham Jewelers. And mm-hmm. I said, "That's it, Gotham City. We didn't call it New York because we wanted anybody in any city to identify with it." Yeah, wow. That's a great piece of Batman trivia. Isn't that cool? Yeah. 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 Which brings us to the final question, question Ooh. number 10. Okay. Here we go. Which paper size is larger, B4 or A4? I want to guess. B4 or A4? I don't know. I've, it's a gut feeling that A4 yeah. is gut, larger. Son? My gut says A4 is larger, but I, I wouldn't my, put any see, money on it. My gut is saying that B4 is larger. Mm. I, Whose gut do we oh, trust? Yeah, well, God, not mine, truly. Who's I good? just want to quickly say that I'm really glad that I don't know paper sizes as a little flex <laughs> that Jamie and I have lived a full and fruitful life without yep. too much need for stationery, and I am proud of us for that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. so I'll go along even further to say I don't care. <laughs> you can take your B4A4 yeah. and stick it where the sun don't shine, B4. sir. Don't care. I, I'm well, I do need an answer, do, regardless okay. of your, your care level. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no, I do care because we're going so well at this quiz. I feel like we have absolutely nailed it. Yeah, Before, we have. You, I mean, well. you would think it would be bigger, like A, B. Is B for bigger, maybe. Big B, four. B, B for bigger. Big four. Big four. Lock it in, Eddie. Yeah. Big four. I don't know how. Well, I mean, I think your manner of getting to the question is. Lord, but you are correct. <laughs> hey. B4 is larger than A4. So the B standard sizes are, are bigger. Maybe that is what it stands for. Because <laughs> uh, there is also C. Um, yeah. They sit in between, weirdly, in between the A4, uh, the A size range. Like A5, A, A. Yeah, so, so B4 is one down from A4, and but it's bigger than uh, A3. But bigger than A, A4. Okay. So B4 oh, right. is 250 millimetres by 353 millimetres, whereas A4 is only 210 millimetres by 297 millimetres. Nice. So you- B3, I, I was... Uh, wondering why the existence of the B range of paper sizes, if they're, you know, standardising around the world. 
what what is notable about the the B range of paper sizes is that, for example, B3 is used in printing so that you can have two A4 pages side by side without any loss. Uh, oh, that or, makes sense. And without them, you know, rubbing yeah. up against each other. So you know how if you get something from the printers, I don't know how often you're doing that, <laughs> but where they have the, the kind of border... Mm-hmm. The, a sort of white border with with a little bit of the indication of where the edges mm-hmm. of the A4 yep. would be. That would be on a, <gasps> a B-sized paper. Yeah, right. and you know how I'm going to remember that in the future, John. It's going to be a baker's four. Okay, just a little <laughs> bit extra around the sides, just, yeah. just yeah. to save your own behind. Yeah, yeah, a good. baker's four. A baker's four. Yeah, very well done. <laughs> You both did very, very well. At the I think we did really well. Yeah, you really I'm quite, did. I'm quite alarmed. I was, I was nervous. I was schwitzing, but this is <laughs> no. You, you totally nailed it. And Thanks. tell me, or do you know when Boxing Day barbecue on at the Ensemble Theatre in Sydney? You start previews on the fifth of December. That's mm. correct, and then we open on the 9th of December and run through to the fourteenth of January. 15th of January, I, I think please the turn 15th. off on the 15th. Yeah, it's the 15th <laughs> it the of January. 15th? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. 15th. Yeah, yeah. Please, <laughs> please arrive. <laughs> the 15th will be the final uh, production of that show. And uh, amazingly, um, there'll be no Morris in that, in that particular <laughs> night. Even though Morris is apparently the heart of the show. Yeah, yes. yeah. I'll, be playing so, uh-huh. I'll be playing Morris as well. No, it'll I'm just be a heartless it. show. It'll just be yeah. a heartless <laughs> performance, last show. It always is <laughs> anyway. <laughs> But you're not actually performing on Boxing Day, I noticed. No, we have Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day and Boxing Day off. I think we should be doing it on Boxing Day. Mm. I mean, well, no, maybe no you could do come, it for but... your own families. <laughs> oh, yeah. poor families. Well, no, what we'll do yeah, is we'll, ha- we'll all have our own Boxing Day event with our own families and we'll be in character for the whole day. Yeah. And, I love it. And we'll start fights and, you know. Yeah. Let- yeah. Bring skeletons out of the closet. Uh, yeah, that aren't home, even real. Home truths that we've always wanted to see. You slept with her years ago. Just, yeah, I'm just going to fires. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Brilliant. All right. Well, it's been a pleasure having you both on the quiz. Thank you so much. Thank Break you. legs Justin. with the show. Fun. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Saturday Quiz. Thank you to my guests, Harriet Gordon-Anderson and Jamie Oxenbold. The show they're in, Boxing Day Barbecue, is on at the Ensemble Theatre in Sydney. Get your tickets by going to ensemble.com.au. Thanks to Cindy McDonald for writing another great quiz. My name's John Leary, and I'll have more questions for you same time next week. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.